Alrighty, guys. Happy New Year's. Are you guys ready to kiss 2018 goodbye? You guys ready for that? I can't believe it. We're at the end of the year already. I, I can't believe. And 2019 is, uh, is right around here. Like Stephen was saying, every year brings its victories and brings its challenges. And my guess is that 2018 was no different for you, right? As it was for me, the same thing. While there have been many moments of defeat and tear shed, losses and sadness, guess what? I'm sure that there also have been many moments of laughter, joy. I'm sure you've had some wins and there's been some happiness, right? But you know what? Through the highs and through the lows, through the wins and the defeats, God has always been faithful. And I'm sure that if you were to take a time to reflect and think about all the ways that God has been faithful through it all, I bet you that list would be endless. If you really took some time to really think about it and to really think about every single blessing that we've received, I think it's, this is why it's so important for us to take a time to remember. Because the truth is, guys, you know this and I do too, that the difficult times are all-encompassing. It's all you can think about when you're going through it. And then you can tend to forget um, all the good things that God has done. I was thinking, I had this thought this morning. You know when you feel sick, you forget and you don't appreciate when you're well. Like right now, I'm not sick, I'm fine, I'm good. As soon as I get like the flu or fever or something, like, man, I wonder how it feels to be well. You know, you just forget. You take it for granted. And this is what we want to do today. It's Vision Sunday, which means that we want to hit the pause button and we want to reflect and we want to celebrate all that God has done this year. You guys just saw a quick little glimpse, really, of a couple uh, video clips that we were able to kind of stitch together for you guys to track along and just see a little bit of what has happened this year. But we also want to look ahead and we want to reflect on what God might want to do in us and through us in 2019. Look at Isaiah chapter 63, verse 7. It's on the screen and it's in your notes. It says this, I will make known the Lord's faithful love and the Lord's praiseworthy acts. Why? Why are we going to do that? Read this next part of the verse with me together. Ready? Go. Because of all the Lord has done for us. Would you guys just underline that part there in your notes? Even the many good things he has done for the house of Israel, which he did them based on his what? On his compassion and the abundance of his what? Say it out loud. Faithful love. And this is what we want to do today. We want to make known God's faithful love for us. Because he's done so much, hasn't he? And we want to celebrate it. He has been gracious. He has been compassionate. He has been faithful. So let's reflect. Let's celebrate. Let's make it known. Let's praise God for his compassion and his faithfulness. Let's also have open minds and hearts, right? Let's have open ears to hear, hearts to to see, eyes to see, to receive what God might want to use us for his glory, to reach more people, to grow and to stretch us, and to grow his church. Now, since the conception of, of our church, we've been very singular in our focus. Our mission is this. A lot of you even know it by memory, is this, that we have a God-given mission, and it is to do this. Number one in your notes, our mission as a church is to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. So I want to kick us off today with two questions. Here's question number one. What is the purpose of our mission? What purpose does our mission serve? That's the first question. The second question I want to start us and look at today is, how have we done with that mission in 2018? Right? How have we done in 2018 with our mission? So the first question is, what, does, what purpose does our mission serve us? Well, our mission is what drives Swerve Church. It's what we are about here. It's more than just the statement that we've come up and put on our website to kind of make us seem or look like a legitimate church or an organization that has a mission statement, so we're, we're the real deal. No, it's more than that. 
Our mission statement does this. It serves to remind us of why we exist as a local church. It is why Swerve Church is here this morning. It is why you and I have gathered to serve God. It's why you and I gather to serve one another. And it's why you and I gather to serve our community. You see, our mission keeps us from drifting away from God's calling over us as a local body. Without our mission to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ, in all honesty, then our existence would be lifeless. It would be lifeless because everything that we do as a body, as a church, exists to point people to the life-giving message of Jesus. That's why that's our mission statement. And if you're here today and you're wondering where we've gotten this mission from, I want to tell you. Better yet, let us look at it and let me show you where we get it because we get our mission from Scripture. If you look at the command that Jesus gave in Matthew 28, verse 9 and 10, it's in your notes as well. It's going to be on the screen. All right, it's a, the command that Jesus gives. And so Jesus is speaking here, Matthew 28, verse 9 and 10. He says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. See, what we just read is the mission that Jesus gave to his followers right before returning to his throne in heaven. And it is the mission that he's given every single believer here today. It is his mission for us as a body, and we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on. What does it mean as a body and our mission individually? But our mission is just that, to go, therefore, and make disciples. And it's our mission as a church. And so in obedience to Jesus, what do we do? We are commanded to teach, and so we learn from God's word. We preach from his word. We go and make disciples, which is just another way of us saying, hey, I'm going to walk life with you, shoulder to shoulder, do life with my brothers and sisters as I follow Christ. We're going to walk together and baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because they have given their lives to Christ, and so we are going to celebrate together. So that's why our mission, um, the purpose of our mission. Question number two. How have we done in 2018? Well, 2018 has been an amazing year to see the faith of so many of you guys sitting here today grow. And we want to be intentional, as you just heard Danny say, to hit the pause button and to celebrate that. To be fully devoted follower of Christ means this. It means to commit and to be committed to your growing relationship with God and with his church. And it's the commitment to seeing lost souls saved. It means that you are committed to using your time, your talents, and your treasures towards the kingdom of God. And you're going to hear more of that today, how we've done that in our mission throughout the year. But boy, didn't we end 2018 with a bang. You've heard it earlier, we, this past Christmas Eve, got to celebrate the baptism of Lucas and Leandra. It was a joyful celebration to witness their public declaration of their faith in Jesus. And so to become fully devoted fathers of Christ, this was our mission day one. It was our mission throughout 2018. It's going to continue to be our mission in 2019. That's because we're Swerve Church. It's because we're Swerve Church. And the word swerve just simply means this, and it's an abrupt change in direction. And that's been our prayer. That's been the prayer of our lead pastor and his family. It's been our prayer from day one to see lives that are headed on the path of destruction and hopelessness, to be by the grace of God, by the grace of God, redirected onto a path that leads to hope and everlasting joy in Christ. And so as fully devoted followers of Christ to do this, we say that we will love God, we will love people, and we will serve our community. That's number two in your notes, that we will love God, 
love people, and serve our community. Look at Matthew chapter 22, uh, verse 37 to 39. Uh, Jesus is having a conversation about the most important of all the commandments. And he says this. He said to him, love the Lord your God with all your what? All your? And with all your? And with all your? This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. You see, if our mission is to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ, our values are the things that help us accomplish the mission. And these are our primary focuses as a church. These are the things that we really want to zero in on and focus in on to accomplish what we believe God has called us to do. So we will love God. What does that mean and how can we help you do that? This is the first and foremost, this is what we want every single person here to be and every child to accomplish, to, to, to see. If we can get you to fall madly in love with God, then loving people and serving our community, that'll be a natural overflow, right? Because you're loving God. And if you're loving God, the natural overflow of that is to love others, is to love your neighbor. And one of the main ways we can love God is by growing in spiritual disciplines. That includes how we pray, the time that we spend in the Bible, and how we're seeking out community. That's how you grow in your love for God. It's drawing closer to God. It's listening to Him. It's obeying His commands. And it's being more Christ-like. It's being more like Christ in the way we live our lives and the way we walk. And as a church, we equip you to grow in this through our Sunday gathering. That's kind of a big part of what we do on Sundays. We equip you through this. And this is why dedicating the first of your week to seeking God in community through a local church is so important. And it's so important. Listen, it doesn't have to be this church. It can be another gospel-centered, life-giving church. It doesn't have to be here. But it's so important that we take the first of our week to dedicate to that so that we can love God. We can grow in that. Why? Because we encourage one another to worship God together, to pray for one another, to sit under the teaching of God's word, right? The idea is that the Sunday gathering would be like a booster. It'd be like a booster to jump to jumpstart you right, into loving God so that it can fuel you up during the week so you can continue to do the same. By the way, we want to celebrate <coughs> that by God's grace, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, that by God's grace, we've been able to grow in this area. Listen, guys, it's been slowly but surely. It hasn't happened immediately. But in 2018, we've doubled in attendance since January. We were averaging about 12 to 15 adults in the early January to averaging into a little over 30 adults in worship by December. And I think that's something that we could take, stop and like celebrate and thank God for real quick. Don't you think? And it doesn't matter. It's not everything, but it's something. It's something. You need to understand... That you're not, when we talk about we're going to love people, right? Love God, love people. You need to understand that you're not just another number in our church attendance. You're not just another butt in a seat, all right? You're not just another volunteer to do our bidding. Listen, you are part of the church family. And we want to make sure that you are loved and that you are careful. So we will love God and we want you to get plugged in so you can love God. But we're going to love people too. That means loving you. That means loving each other. And we want to make sure that you feel loved and cared for. And this is why we put a space on our connection cards. It's just a small way. You guys will notice if you turn it around. There's a small section for prayer requests. You can write down your prayer requests so that you can know that some, sometime during the week there's somebody praying very specifically for your prayer requests. This is why we send out emails to you and text messages. And this is why we do that, especially when we haven't seen you in a while. It's not because we want to spam you. It's not because we want to pressure you. It's not because we want to make you feel bad for missing out. It's because we value you as a church. And one of our values is that we will love 
people. And our primary vehicle for this is life groups. In life groups, we're able to really carry out this and really to grow in our love for one another. Of course, we have an emphasis on spiritual growth. In life groups, we care about reading the Bibles and praying. But we can also practice encouraging each other. We can practice loving one another. We can practice serving each other. It's growing in love towards one another. And this year, by God's grace, you want to celebrate this as well. We were able to multiply from one group we had earlier this year to three groups in the fall, which was awesome. And then we went from averaging about 15 people in our life group, in our one life group, to having three. And get this, in one, in one of the weeks last semester, we had over 50 people plugged in to one of our life groups. I think we can stop and celebrate God you know, for that as well. I'm excited. Listen, I'm excited as we gear up for the spring launch of life groups will be launching it this spring that it will continue to be an awesome avenue for us to grow in loving people and love in other words loving one another that's what that means we're going to love god we're going to love people and then we're going to who knows the third one nobody serve our community we're going to serve our community all right if you don't know it is out it's because i do a poor job in communicating it let me try to fix that we're going to love god we're going to love people and we're going to serve our community okay Get it tatted on you somewhere on your neck where you can see it. We're going to serve our community. This is, this is, listen, this is one question that haunts me. When I go to bed at night, this haunts me. I have nightmares about this. If the church of your, if the doors of your church close tomorrow, would anybody from the community miss it? If the doors of your church close tomorrow, would anybody from the community miss it? Unfortunately, for so many churches, not just in Bushwick, but all over New York City and all over the U.S. and all over the world, the answer is no. Nobody would miss it. Nobody would bat an eye. Nobody would skip a beat. But by God's grace, we want to be a church that's not just simply in Bushwick, but for Bushwick. And that means that, like the verse says, we will love our neighbors as ourselves. And how do we do that? We do that by showing God's love in practical ways. It's showing the love of God while seeking that opportunity to share the love of God. I say this all the time. People won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And oftentimes we try to put the cart before the horse, right? But people don't care what you know. Oh, yeah. Hey, I have this great, I have this knowledge of the Bible and the gospel. People don't care. You got to show them that you care about them. We will show them the love of God. Now, how we've done in 2018, I want to show you just a couple pictures that are up there. You can see we've been able to mobilize somewhere around 10 mission teams this year alone to help us love and serve our community. From cleaning the streets to hanging basketball nets to feeding the homeless at Maria Hernandez Park and beyond. We were also able to host our third ever basketball camp. You guys got to see some footage of that in the video for, for children. And we held our first ever vacation Bible school, VBS, like a summer school program for kids. It was week long. And in both things, the basketball camp and the VBS, we were able to serve a little over 30 children each of those weeks. Every year we host big events to help provide safe spaces for children and families to get together and enjoy their time together. Bushwick has a lot of broken families, so we want to provide a space for kids and families to come and get together. This summer we hosted three movie nights. We had our second annual Easter egg hunt, had over 400 people come to that at Irving Square Park. And we did our first ever fall festival where we were able to share the gospel through a, like a little magic show uh, to around a little over 100 plus people that were there. Just a couple weeks ago, some of you were there, we did our third annual coat distribution event. We gave over, listen to this guys, well over 200 coats to very needed people, not families, not only in Bushwick, but people that came from, listen to this, as far as the Bronx. I met somebody that came from the Bronx that needed a coat. And that just means we're having this impact. We're able to serve and help other people. 
All this gave us many opportunities this year to show and to share God's love in a very practical and tangible way. And by God's grace in 2019, we will continue to do so. And here's why we do all of this. Here's why. Here's why we call you guys to come out and to serve and to help. You know why? Number three in your notes. We are not spiritual consumers. We are spiritual contributors. How many of you guys know what your New Year's resolution is already? Like you already know what, what your goal is heading into 2019. You already have it down. You know what you got to be doing. Uh, for many of us, it's the weight issue, right? That's made part of the most, the most common one. But another common New Year's resolution is in heading into the New Year that many people, you hear many people uh, say, is that in 2019 or the next year, they want to leave behind all negativity, right? And they just want to put all things positive. All things positive. And this means for them, for many, it means lessening time around people that you, they feel that dra just drains all of the life from them, right? And just sucks out all the positive vibes that they want to go into the new year feeling. And, and some of us know these type of people, right? Uh, maybe you know, they're here, but th this, these people, what they want, they, they call you or they get in touch with you only when they want something from you, right? When there's, there's a need that they have and, and they feel like you can fulfill that need or you can meet that need. Um, and these are people that we would say, man, they're just takers, right? They just take from me and never pour back into my life. And so I want to lessen the time I have with these people. And so that, for many of us, that's our New Year's resolution. We want positive things. We want positive people around us. And we want to leave behind those people that we could say are takers. Or another way we can say is consumers, people who are just there to gather but we want to look at this as a church. How about as a church? Unfortunately for us, we need to guard for ourselves from becoming consumers in the church. Right? You see, so many of us are guilty and believing and feeling like the church is sort of like this buffet uh, that you go to, right? And so you go into the buffet and you can grab all of that you like, anything that you like, and fill your plate up with it and ignore the salad, ignore the good stuff that are healthy for you, but you don't want to eat that. All right? And you're just going to get all the stuff that you like and you're going to enjoy that. And when you're done eating that, you're going to go up and grab your favorite desserts. And, and it's like that buffet style. And, but unfortunately, man, that's good if you're going at Golden Corrals, but it's not good for an attitude to have here at church, right? And so we want to guard ourselves from that consumer mentality because God doesn't intend the church to act in that way. In fact, he's uniquely gifted us, each one of us, uh, with talents. He's uniquely gifted you with passions that are, you, are to be used to serve the body. You see, we're not called here as we're to gather every Sunday and just consume more Bible teaching. All right, it's good. But we're not called to just consume that. We're not called just to come and hear worship and lift our hands and praise God and draw closer and know that it is good. That's not our calling just to do that. And our calling is not just to, to receive prayer and then leave like we've now satisfied our Christian obligation and therefore pleased God. You see, because we're not to be spiritual consumers. We are spiritual contributors. Read here with me. It's on the screen in your notes. Romans 12, verses 4 and 5. For just as each of us has one body, how many bodies? One body with many members. And these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. You see, God has again uniquely, uniquely uh, gifted you so that you can contribute to Swerve Church. We are to contribute to the function of Swerve. How do we do that in 2018? It was mentioned already earlier, but on the back of your connection cards, we hand out these connection cards each and every Sunday when you come in, uh, along with your notes. And on the back of it, 
is what we call next steps. And these include opportunities for you to grow in your faith and go from being a consumer to a contributor. Someone who just goes to church, attends church, to being the church. And in 2018, it was a great joy and benefit for the church to see many of you guys grow in your faith and take your next steps to becoming spiritual contributors. We've seen this in our Sunday school ministry this year with our kids team. All right, this year we've implemented a new system with our kids ministry, uh, with our Swerve kids. And we went from just having one Sunday class to two. To end in the year with three. And that's to celebrate that. This means that obviously we've grown in attendance, as you heard, but we've also grown in those of you who have stepped up in faith to serve on the kids' team. We have an elementary class. We have our preschool class. And we have a nursery. And again, it's only possible because of those who are serving on our kids' team rotation. And I want to celebrate them today. So I want you guys to take a second or two to give a round of applause for all those who are faithfully serving, maybe stressfully serving, but they are serving with the kids team, and our team has grown in 2018, and we want to praise God for that. Three teachers every Sunday back there with our kids, one serving in the back by making sure the parents who are coming in with their kids are greeted with a smile, and their kids are taken to their classrooms. We want to celebrate that. We've also seen growth in our worship team. In our Yes, Tiffany's excited as our worship leader. In our worship team. Believe it or not, it's actually rare that we don't have live worship now. That's been amazing, and, and for, for me, I love that. I love worship, and I know you guys, as a church, I can see how excited we get for worship, and it's a great time, and it's been great to see that we now have a team who've even flip-flopped and, and who leads our worship, and it's been awesome to have that as we gather, because worship is such a big part of our time together, isn't it? All right, we believe that, man, it is our worship. We join in with the angels in heaven singing, holy, holy is our Lord God Almighty, and it is a beautiful thing when we gather with worship and song to our Father. And so it has been tremendous to see our worship team grow in 2018. How else have we grown in our spiritual contribution? Lastly, we've seen our hospitality team grow. And that's been great to see, led by Ms. Malagros, Ms. Millie back there. And she has done a tremendous job along with our brothers and sisters, such as Anibal, who's been there with us, serving faithfully, and all you guys just making sure... That, that, that our visitors, and we, even when I come in, that I'm greeted with a smile and that I'm offered a cup of coffee or the snacks or something that's back there. And then I'm made sure that I can find a seat. And it's, an, it's a great blessing. And so we don't simply go to church, but we are the church and we exist for the world. We're not spiritual consumers. We are spiritual contributors. But guess what, Swerve? Are we done? There's so much to be done in 2019, isn't it? We want there to be more opportunities for you, for me, and for us to grow and to even invite others to come alongside us and contribute to the mission of Swerve Church. Yes, 2019, we want to see more come into faith. Amen. We want, we want more of you taking your next step to becoming fully devoted followers of Christ. And we want to help you see you how you can grow from being a spiritual consumer to a spiritual contributor. And so here's a few ways. One of the big ways that, and I know this is going to bring a smile to Danny's face, is we would love to see our media team grow in 2019. We love the use of social media, though maybe last week you heard us kind of joking about social media and, and all the downsides of it. But we want to leverage it and all its great uses for us in 2019. And at the moment, this really falls on the plate of Danny because he's just good at it, right? The videos that you see every time before, he's just good at it. He's good at keeping up with our, uh, our social media, our Facebook page, our Instagram. And so one of the reasons he's good at it, the other reason is he just has such high expectations 
and I'm going to work with them and lowering that so that you guys can, you guys can go and enjoy and, and contribute this way if you feel like God is calling you, that in 2019, through our media team, we can see people becoming fully devoted followers of Christ. And so maybe you're not that tech savvy, and you're like, I don't want to do that. But maybe you love to write, to blog, or you're a blogger, right? In 2019, we're gonna love, we would love to see that our teachings on Sundays are shared through blogs every week or even maybe monthly. We start that way. If you love to step up in this way and to simply write a blog about what we're learning here at Swerve week to week. See, there's many ways that you can grow in being a contributor in 2019 so that we can continue to grow in reaching our friends and our neighbors with the gospel. The call is for you guys to step up in 2019. If you've been on the sideline, maybe it's time to get into the game. If you feel like this is you to take the next step, we would love for you to do that and we'd love to come alongside you. But just a pause a second. If you're visiting with us today or if you've just, you know, kind of, you've been here for not so long or you're just not sure, I just want you to know we love you. We glad, we're glad that you're here. I love that you're here. And we want to come alongside you as well in your faith journey. We want to help you to see how you can function in this family together because at Swerve Church, we don't just attempt to function as a family, but we are family. We understand that the family, there's roles for each of us in this family. And so we want to encourage you and, and motivate you and move you into to, to, to contributing to the function as a family here at Swerve Church because it's important for us today. It's going to be important for us in the future and in 2019 as the Lord leads. And so lastly, in your notes today, we're going to do anything short of sin to reach people who are far from God. That's number four today. As we conclude our time, we will do anything short of sin to reach people far from God. And oftentimes when I talk about swerve, the definition of swerve, like Stephen mentioned earlier in the service today, is an abrupt change in direction. And a lot of times the passage in scripture that I point people to is Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Look at what it says. It says, enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the road is broad that leads to destruction. And there are how many that are going through it? How many? There are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult that road that leads to life? And how many are on this one? And few find it. You see, guys, Jesus paints this picture of two roads. He says that one is big and wide and there's a whole bunch of people that are on that street. It's an easy road to follow. It's the path of least resistance. However, it's the path that ultimately leads to destruction. Then he shares that there's another path. It's narrow. It's more difficult to travel on. This road probably has a lot of bumps and twists and turns. But Jesus says that that's the road that ultimately leads to life. The narrow road represents the path that leads to life in Christ. The wide road represents the path that leads to eternal damnation and separation from God. Jesus says that most people are on that path. Guys, this should upset you. This should get you upset. Because you have good news. You have Jesus. Your eternity is secure. But there are so many in our community, in our neighborhood, our neighbors, our family members, our friends that don't have that same security. And this is why as a church... We will always have a bent towards those that are not here yet. We will always have a bent towards reaching the lost, sharing the gospel, loving and serving our neighbors. So to help us lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ in 2019 and to reach people who are not here yet, here's a couple things that we will continue to do. 
We're going to continue to provide the best experience we can in our Sunday gatherings, in our Sunday worship gatherings, to help you draw closer to God, to, to help draw you closer to each other, to be inspired, to be encouraged, and feel equipped to be on mission and engage our community and to faithfully proclaim the gospel. We're going to continue to host life groups in homes and coffee shops around the community to help us grow in love towards one another, encourage each other in the gospel, and to invite our friends and neighbors into that community. We're going to continue to serve our community through events and show God's love in practical ways and mobilize you and other church partners to engage our community and to meet the very practical needs that we can in and throughout Bushwick. And we will continue to lead the way with irrational generosity. Guys, did you know that this year we gave 11% of our budget to missions? This includes giving to church planting in and throughout the U.S. and New York City. We've supported organizations like Samaritan's Purse through Operation Christmas Child and Send Relief, who were among the first on the island of Puerto Rico after the hurricanes and in Texas after the hurricane that devastated them. Now, these are some of the things that we're hoping to continue in 2019. But are you guys ready for this? I need you to dream with me a little bit. You guys ready to dream a little bit? Are you guys ready? Yeah. I don't believe you. I'm dreaming alone. <laughs> I'm a dream. I'm a dream, and I'm going to invite you to dream with me, okay? You don't have to dream with me if you don't want to, but I think it's so much more fun if you do. Let's dream a little bit. Let's think. Swerve, God has been so faithful to us. He really has, and he's entrusted us so much, and to whom much is given, what? Much is required. Much is required. And by God's grace, I pray that we would continue to grow as a church community. I pray that we will continue to grow, that, that we would grow here, drawing closer to one another, but that we would also take into consideration that there are a lot of people in our community and in Bushwick that are on the wrong path and that they're heading to destruction. So I pray that we will always be outward focused, that we will always be inviting our neighbors, that we would always be sharing our faith and sharing the gospel and seeing more people added into the family of God. I pray that we would see more declarations of faith and more baptism, just as we celebrated Christmas Eve, that we celebrated with Lucas and Leandra. I pray that we would see more of that in 2019. I need you to dream with me. You guys ready? Because one, perhaps one of the ways that we can see this happen um, is through the multiplication of ourselves. Right, think about this. One of the ways that we can see this is through the multiplication of ourselves through church planting. Right, church planting is the process by which we launch new congregations equipped to reach people in their respective neighborhoods. That's what church planting is. All right, so by God's grace, here's what we have in the works. We have in the works the Burials family. Soon, they, they want to go on. They want to plant a new life-giving, gospel-centered church community in the neighborhood of Kensington in Brooklyn. The church plant to be called One Hope. Barrios has expressed his desire and his calling to begin a new work and to attempt to do more of the same of what we're doing here in a new community, in another neighborhood. And so now uh, Barrios and his family, they're getting ready to get assessed in March next year. Uh, assessment, basically, it means that there's a church planting organization, other brothers and sisters that are willing to come around them and support them and to confirm their dream to plant this church. And so they're making next steps to make this dream a reality. And if all goes to plan... We're possibly kicking him out, him and his family, uh, sometime next year, September 2019. Why? So that they can go and make an impact there in a new community. Isn't that awesome? You guys want to encourage them as they take that next step. 
I know, I know it's difficult to hear, but at the same time, I think it's a way that we can multiply ourselves and make more disciples. Uh, the best thing we can do locally is raise leaders and send them out to keep making disciples all through New York City. But beyond that, I'm excited to share with you guys our hope to begin a new project in 2019 where we will be able to expand our reach, expand our imp- impact and influence by planting a second swerve site in East Williamsburg, Brooklyn, our neighbors just down the road, right? Here's the dream. The dream is to begin engaging our neighbors in East Williamsburg and to start an evening service there. But we'll basically duplicate everything that's going on here already. That is mobilize our mission teams to do work not only in Bushwick, but to expand to East Williamsburg, duplicate the systems and processes we already have in place here, and duplicate our sermon series and such. That's already done. So essentially, we're copying everything that we're doing here in a new space with hopes of reaching more people. All right, so we're looking to plant a second campus, a second service uh, in the night, Sunday nights, next year sometime in 2019. Now, nothing's going to change here. Everything will continue to be as business per usual. There's no extra responsibilities for you guys. There's no extra responsibilities for those of you that attend here or those of you that serve here already. I'm not asking you to go and serve over there too as well. We are simply expanding Swerve's mission, vision, and values to try to reach more people for God's glory. Be praying for Shannon and Hunter. Some of you got to meet them about three weeks ago or so. They're a big part of what, why we're doing this because we're going to have two strong leaders that are going to be able to help us. And that's, that's what they're moving to New York City for. And they're going to be able to help us you know, to do this. So be praying for them. Are you guys excited for that? Yeah. Are you guys excited? And honestly, it's because you are all so generous. You're so generous with your time, with your talent, and with your treasure that we can do this, that we can, that we can give it a shot, all right? And either it'll work or it won't. But God has trusted us with so much. Let's continue to be good stewards. Let's continue to be good stewards. Let's, let's dream big. Let's trust God. And let's see what he can do in and through us. So I believe the best is yet to come, Swerve. I believe that this is only the beginning. And I know there's so much in store. And listen, I want to dream big dreams. And, uh, and uh, man, Swerve Church... Uh, just to give you guys a little history, we bought the domain swervechurch.com in 2011. We didn't launch until 2016 because I dreamed. I had a dream that God was going to do something here. And God has begun to do something, and I have a dream that he wants to continue to do something else. And he wants to continue to expand and make more disciples. I truly believe that the best is yet to come. And we're going to keep dreaming. And if God says no, then it's a no. And we obey him. We listen to God. We submit to him. He's the, one that, he's the one that directs. He's the one that guides. But if God says move, I'm going to obey God and I'm going to move. And I pray that you guys will be obedient to listen to the voice of God as well. And continue to give, continue to serve, continue to invite, share your faith, share the gospel. And let's continue to see God expand the family of God. Amen? God, thank you so much, Lord, for all that you've done in 2018. As I look back, God, I'm super excited and I'm so overwhelmed by how gracious and good you've been. But God, I know this is just a glimpse of what's to come. Lord, you're going to continue to provide and guide. Lord, you're going to continue to open doors and that no man will be able to close. God, it's all because of you. Father, I pray that everything that we do, every dream that we dream, Lord, every vision that we have, Lord, that it would all be to bring you glory and honor. Lord, that this wouldn't be to make much of swerves. Uh Uh-uh, God, that this would be all about you. That it would be to make Jesus' name great. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.